Thank you for listening to or watching to another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my updated talk. I had to re-record this about the lack of loot in Destiny 2 Beyond Light. If you're listening to this on any of the podcast platforms, you can find SNTR Presents on any podcast platform. Or you can go to SNTRlive.com to catch the live shows. Also, be sure to check out SNTR Network. SNTRnetwork.com is going to continue to get more features added to it and we just added a feature where you can create an account and do community Q&A in the after hours when we're not doing these shows and episodes and you may get featured in an episode so lack of loot alright I had to update this talk because Bungie shoved out a TWAB in the middle of the day that is addressing both concerns about stasis in the crucible as well as the loot pool and sunsetting sort of hurting the current experience this is very very quick action being taken by bungie so we're going to do a separate video about the changes to stasis people are excited people are angry we'll talk about that one in the next episode but today we are going to talk about lack of loot as well as bungie's attempt to fix that there is a hot fix going out on the 24th of november and i've got some bullet points here to read to you now i want to open up the video still though talking about sunsetting because sunsetting i do think think is playing a part in the loot pool of beyond light now the topic of sunsetting has been very consistent on reddit twitter forums and youtube it's getting a lot of you know commentary a lot of traction one of the things mentioned in the twab was that it was unintended for strikes to be at 1100 they should be at 1050 same way they are if you pick them on the planet if you pick a strike on a planet it's 1050 but then the playlist is 1100 and that essentially sunsets all gear shadow keep and back which makes it hard for people to enjoy entrance level content it was something I criticized in my sunsetting has gone too far video so they are addressing that the other thing though I think that we need to consider is that they're limiting loot addition in an expansion so as not to make sunsetting so painful every year if every year sunsetting is going to affect things like new planets new activities and the campaign clearly it's not supposed to affect strikes but even without strikes sunsetting is still affecting a lot they're probably not wanting to add 50 60 70 some odd weapons that in 12 months get sunset that makes sunsetting a little bit more painful if sunsetting is more gradual where the expansion and the seasons are adding similar quantities of loot with the exception of the expansion having a raid that's a little bit more manageable for the player base as well as bungie i don't know if every 12 months they want to basically say hey 50 to 60 weapons just got sunset now we got to add 50 to 60 more if it's in smaller batches that's probably easier on them as well as the player base now that's not encouraging to hear that's just my theory as to why they might be doing smaller quantities within these uh expansions there's also the the potential that existing activities are going to be expanded and added to we're going to talk about that in the middle of the video there's some theories floating around about that we haven't seen all the activities and we haven't seen all the loot just yet bungie kind of hinted at that with the mention of the raid in the twab and how that's still on the horizon with respect to loot being added but they did acknowledge that the community feels like there's a lack of loot there's also a lack of loot that you can even use because the world loot pool has things in it that are going to be at their cap at the end of this season and that seems really unhelpful so these following bullet points are coming on the 24th in an update right they're going to remove all legendary weapons that will hit their fusion cap at the end of this season so those will no longer be dropping you don't really need them anyway because again they're getting sunset in like two months 
all of the seventh serif weapons from season 10 are getting added that's actually pretty exciting if you haven't messed around with those yet or the warmind cell builds those are pretty good weapons they're not amazing but warmind cell builds are very very strong they're going to add all of the season 11 seasonal and planetary reprisal weapons so that is great because there was a lot of good stuff in the summer that just suddenly vanished from the game and those weapons are coming back planetary reprisal weapons especially will be a nice addition in there for folks that maybe didn't get one they're going to drop the chances uh the drop chances i'm sorry are going to be weighted so that the newer an item is the more likely it is to drop so you should see maybe a smaller amount of the seventh serif weapons showing up because they're a little bit older and the season 11 stuff will be showing up a little bit more often this will basically make the weapon pool feel at least a little bit bigger as well as more relevant to the people that are playing if you're new it doesn't make much sense to be getting gear that is going to literally get sunset in two months it, it, it makes sense to eventually see sunsetting on the horizon where you know hey this weapon is 11 months old and it's about to get sunset it's a little bit different to be like I just got this weapon in season of the hunt or in beyond light and it's already getting sunset so these are welcome changes these are quick changes the stasis changes were fast to crucible those are already in effect and this is coming next week now I'm going to say this this doesn't necessarily solve the problem or the criticism of loot quantity, so let's continue. There is the chance that they're going to be adding loot. Now, I'm not going to tell you they're adding loot, but there is an opportunity here. Empire Hunts do not currently give us all of the guns, the uh, the sidearm, the auto rifle. There's a handful that haven't even showed up yet. They could also add more over time. There's also apparently Master Empire Hunts. Those have not happened yet. We don't know what those will have in them. We went back and we watched the Europa trailer, and there's at least two scenes of a three-man activity that we haven't even seen yet. There's like these red diamonds. There was one activity where we saw the tether, uh, the tether mechanic from Garden of Salvation. We haven't seen that yet, and I don't think those were raid footage, uh, pieces of raid footage, because uh, they were clearly at least the one was a three-man activity. A three-man fire team ran in, and uh, that that hasn't shown up yet. Now that could be the exo challenges. Exo challenges have not shown up yet. They do seem like they might be tied to an exotic quest. Maybe the exotic quest unlocks it. Maybe the exotic quest is not available until the exo challenges show up, and they're just kind of part of the quest. Uh, and again, there was the clips in the vid docs and the trailers that I just referenced. There's also something in the API that shows that the raid is going to change Europa in some way. I'm not going to go into detail about that, but there is something that's going to change. Maybe that adds an activity. Maybe that adds a loot pool to Europa. Uh, some have said that 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 is for the raid only there's something about 21 items or something that are redacted and those 21 items people are saying are raid only it's possible maybe it adds loot or it updates europa in some significant way so i am not telling you they're adding loot but we are in year four and the seasonal content and the loot is sticking around for a whole year instead of leaving in three months that gives Bungie a little bit more freedom to say hey the first month is going to be this stuff second month is going to be this stuff I would welcome that to be quite honest if every expansion took things and stretched them out a little bit more and then you had more loots to look forward to more activities to look forward to in the second and third month of a season I would think that would be pretty good especially because expansions should feel more sub substantive than the seasons and that is why i think 
lastly this is legitimate criticism i don't want to make it sound like everything's all cherries and roses and everything's fine now that bungie's gonna you know fill the loot pool with stuff that's not new at the very least they're filling the loot pool with stuff you can use or get if you missed it or weren't playing those are welcome changes but that doesn't make up for the fact that this was a 50 dollars expansion if you include season of the hunt and there's basically only three loot pools europa season of the hunt the guns from the 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 wrathborn hunts and the raid that's it europa season of the hunt and the raid just three loot pools of guns and armor and that does seem pretty thin uh and i think that's fair to criticize i think one of the main reasons it feels like there's a big loot vacancy in the game is the lack of updates to vanguard crucible and gambit they just didn't do anything with them there's no new loot there there's nothing really dropping now they, they did add the pulse rifle to crucible and the grenade launcher to gambit and a shotgun to the strike playlist but that's it and there's no way to pursue them and they're only one each that's not really reinvigoration now one of the reasons i think we're feeling this more than we might in, in the past uh you know times or seasons where we just start ignoring that stuff it's mainly there for power grind and once you're done with power grind who cares the current seasonal activity structure is driving us into those activities and then they end up feeling like chores because they've not been reinvigorated with anything new nothing new really dropping nothing nothing really to care about so if you're doing the lure charges for Aldrin. If you're doing the fragment quests for the stranger, they are often driving us into Strikes, Crucible, and Gambit, and it ends up just sort of feeling like a chore. Lure charging right now is really unappealing because uh, it, it changes every day, and well, we don't know what it is now, but the first day it was great. You could go and do like a, a, a strike and just run to a lost sector, and now you've, you've got to do you know these other, these other things, and it feels lopsided. It feels like I'm going into content that's not relevant, and the lack of loot update there, I think, is a valid criticism. Now, there is hope because they did say they're looking at adept weapons and strikes in a future season new armor and weapons are coming to trials next season so maybe they're looking to bolster the npcs and the core playlist activities in the seasons as opposed to the expansion they want us to focus on the new stuff and the new activities and new locations in the expansion so those things might be getting updated later also that serves as a great way to kind of bolster a season and make it feel more full so i'm encouraged that bungie is responding very quickly to stasis criticisms in the crucible lack of loot in the rest of the game but that doesn't mean these criticisms aren't valid it also doesn't mean that we hope to see more things added as the weeks and months go on because at the current juncture it does look thin but we might not be in a front heavy design structure anymore because content's not expiring after just a couple months we're going to transition to Q&A so if you're in the live audience don't go anywhere if you're listening elsewhere please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A that followed my talk about the lack of loot in Beyond Light. If you're listening to this on any of the podcast platforms out there, you can go to sntrlive.com to catch these live uh, Monday through Friday, sntrlive.com. I might be live right now. Uh, And if you want to bookmark sntrnetwork.com, that has all my shows in one location. So, we had to adjust this talk a little bit. I recorded it a second time because Bungie had a TWAB there where they, you know, they outlined uh, some changes to loot and they're trying to kind of answer some of our worries and concerns as well as they're making some changes to stasis. So we will be doing a separate video about stasis and about uh, 
its presence in the Crucible getting toned down and the effects that's having on stasis in PvE. But some of these questions, I'm just going to give you a forewarning if you're listening to the recording or you're in the uh, the audience right now. Some of these questions were submitted, well, most, probably almost all of them were submitted before we read the TWAB. So keep that in mind. Some of these might be like, ah, we kind of know the answer to that. Well, they didn't know that when they submitted it, hence why I had to re-record my 10-minute video. Okay? First question uh, from Ganks. Bungie had poor execution on sunsetting going into year four. Do you think the pain of sunsetting would have been less severe if they would have offered a new weapon type like non-heavy legendary linear fusion or a weapon that's more coveted by the community like a hand cannon? Well, I I don't think, you know, offering, you know, a new weapon type or a weapon type that people really wanted, I don't think that would have made much of a difference. Um... I, you know, I, I think they would have, I think they still would have had criticisms about loot because people, listen, let's be, let's be real here. The changes that they outlined in the TWAB are great, but that, that doesn't really solve or speak to the issue. Okay. The issue is they launched an annual expansion with three loot pools and one of those loot pools is the raid. Okay. Now again, that could change in the coming weeks and I will welcome that if they're deciding to do more or maybe the, the Vex chat, I'm sorry, the, uh, what are they called? The, they're not the Vex challenges, they're the Exo challenges. Maybe the Exo challenges are going to have their own loot pool. It's its own activity. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, there's another loot pool. Nice. Like that I think I, I'm I'm willing to, to to hold out and wait for that. I am. I'm willing to wait and say, okay, there could be more. But the initial criticisms, I do think you want to start strong. I, I understand we're in year four, so the front-heavy seasons and the front-heavy content structure might not be going on, and if that's the case, maybe they should have let us know that. But again, they're going with mystery. They don't want to show too much on the season pass schedules anymore because people said that they showed too much. So... I'm, I'm open to that, but I don't think your solution would have made much of a difference. I'm not against your solution. I just don't think adding like, hey, we got a new weapon type. It's a non-heavy legendary linear fusion. Uh, that wouldn't have made much of a difference. For, for the most part, linear fusions don't belong in the heavy slot anyway. Tone them down and give them unique perks and turn them into glorified snipers that have elemental benefits or burn benefits or something. I don't know, but they don't really seem to make sense much since it's a heavy weapon unless they get a significant buff or, you know, give them a lot more ammo. So they're like a midway between like a machine gun and a and a high DPS heavy. Um, You know what I mean? And then you're like, oh, a weapon that's more coveted by the community like a hand cannon. I really do think the issue I really, really do think the issue is primarily quantity, and that has more to do with perception than quality. You know, Menacing Mommy was good to point out yesterday, and I said this a lot about the Taken King. I'll take less guns if the guns are good than giving me a bunch of guns if 75% of the guns are junk. And when we looked at, like, the Taken King, a large portion of the weapons that they added back then to the to the vendors they were junk that's a good point however i don't think that point is enough to necessarily answer the fact that we're 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 dealing with we're dealing with a very very you know uh, you know small small quantity uh of loot um and i i think that's i think that's something that has to be considered quantity isn't the answer 
but neither is just quality. I think they both have to kind of come together and have a happy marriage. There has to be a good amount of content, especially after how much of the content has been uh, sunset or removed, and they need to be worth chasing. I think a lot of people are overstating Oh, how none of the weapons are worth chasing. I don't agree with that. The fusion from Europa is solid. There's some really, really good rolls for the pulse rifle, especially if you're going to run stasis and you want good ability uptime. There's good rolls for the pulse rifle uh, and good rolls for the fusion and the shotgun that are actually pretty strong, especially with the uh, one for all perk. There are uh, There's a new wave frame grenade launcher in the... Uh, and the Wrathborn hunts. There's an SMG that's got some cool perks. There's some definite areas of the game right now where scouts feel strong, and that scout might be good. The sidearm and the auto rifle haven't shown up yet, uh, so we're not sure when those are going to rotate in. So, um, so I, I, I don't, I don't think we're necessarily, um, I don't think we're necessarily gonna gonna be able to just say oh cool they added some some more relevant guns to the world loot pool from past seasons and got rid of the less relevant weapons that that's not a necessarily a solution it's a good move but it isn't necessarily a solution to what feels like a pretty thin loot pool again we have to wait and see maybe two or three seasons into year four it starts to feel more full and they start to hit a better rhythm and then after that think of it this way right think of it this way if by the end of the season, if I'm sorry, if by the end of year four, they've added 60 more weapons, approximately 20 weapons each season over the course of three more seasons, they add 60 more, right? And then we go into the Witch Queen. Only the weapons from Beyond Light, the 20, 20, 30 something weapons from Beyond Light get sunset. And then you have those 60 weapons from the three previous seasons that are still good. So there's like this rolling calendar where 20 to 30 weapons fall off and get sunset, but the previous three seasons loot are still good. If that is the case, then that means by the end of year four, we're going to have close to 100 weapons that they added over the course of the year. And I wonder if that's the goal as opposed to just slamming the expansion with 60 to 70 weapons and then, you know, adding weapons throughout the season. I will say, I agree with this, Eugene pointed this out earlier, I do think the expansion needs to have a noticeably larger amount of loot to carry the year, and then the seasons do the 20-something weapon add. I think that's a fine format. So we got it. First thing we got to do is we got to get all the way through season of the hunt to see if there's any other content ads, any other loot ads. There's also exotic quests that haven't taken place yet. See what the raid does to Europa. See what the raid loot pool looks like and the raid logistics look like as far as pursuing loot. And once we get through that, I think we'll be in a better a better place to say whether or not Beyond Light did enough and added enough. Because I do think there's the very, very strong possibility that we don't have everything yet, given that there are activity, uh, activity footage that we've seen that is not in the game yet, and that could be the exo challenges, and there could be loot attached. So, chronic spin dash. With newer weapons yet to be discovered or unlocked, do you think that we could be seeing more reissues as opposed to new weapons on the horizon? Easier for them to do that than offer brand spanking new weapons. I actually can't make a prediction here, but I do think they're going to use the world loot pool 
as the place for reissues and that probably will be evident next season i don't think they're going to put reissues in activities but they may show up in the world loop pool or they may show up in strikes crucible and gambit and i think that would actually be totally fine you could do a couple of pinnacle versions of weapons that have been reissued give them cool perks give them updated perks so they're not just a reissue of the same weapon throw them into you know the strike playlist throw them into crucible uh, I don't really know what you would do with Gambit. Um, they're already going to do it with Seraph weapons? No. They're just adding the seven Seraph weapons back to the world loot pool. They're not changing them. Those are not reissues. The reason they're adding the seven Seraph weapons and the stuff from Season 11 is because their infusion caps are higher than what's dropping right now. The stuff dropping right now is going to hit its infusion cap at the end of the season. None of these weapons, according to the TWAB, none of these weapons will be reissued with updated perks. They will simply be added to the pool as they previously existed. So, now... You know, Eugene's saying we'll get more war, war mine weapons guaranteed, though. Something to consider is this, and I just thought of this. They have so many really, really good thematic aesthetics for the weapons. Look at the way the weapons look for Season of Dawn. Look at the way that they look for, you know, um, all of the Seraph weapons looking like war mine weapons. Look at the way the weapons looked, you know, in Arrivals, right? They've got a very, very, they're very, they're very, very clear, and you can see that they look like a certain way. They could add to those loot pools later new guns, new gun types. They could do the same thing with Garden of Salvation if they truly wanted to. There's a bunch of vacancies in that loot pool anyway. I mean, there's vacancies in the season. There's vacancies in the Sundial loot pool. There's vacancies in the in the Season of Worthy loot pool. And they could bring some of those loot pools back and throw them in activities and then adju- and then just, oh yeah, we already know what they look like. And that would then be a resurgence of maybe like Warmind Cell builds and other things like that. I'm not saying they're going to do that, but I just have this, this weird feeling about why they made the weapons have such a clear and distinct feel thematically. And then there was big vacancies in the pool. I mean, Garden of Salvation is the easiest one to point to, where literally no heavy weapon, bunch of energies, two kinetics. So I don't know. We lose half the weapons in six months, the other half in nine months, but we will have armor that can carry the mods for two more years. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, the War Mine Cell thing could could be a clue that they have plans to bring more back. Why would Bungie not bring back the Warmind static roll weapons as random rolls in Europa? They're winter-themed and made by Clovis Bray. Oh, you mean... Oh, yeah, yeah, the Bray tech stuff, I think you mean? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because you had the... The sidearm, the scout rifle, the auto rifle, and then what, the Osprey rocket launcher, I think. Next question from Torchwood. Since there's a huge lack of loot available, do you think Bungie should apply the targeted loot drops to the world pool or other vendors? I love this question because I don't actually know where I land on this anymore. I remember when they brought back the old fashioned. And then when they brought back the Dire Promise, I was consistently sort of saying, man, it really stinks that there's no targeted way to go after these. And I remember folks being like, well, the thing is, it's nice to have things that drop 
in the world so that things that drop are exciting. You're just kind of having those random world drops. You don't want to turn everything into a pure transaction of do this, get this, do this, get this, right? I happen to think there's probably a happy medium where give me a way to increase likelihood of drops of certain items so they're still dropping and it's still exciting but don't make everything a simple transaction don't make everything bounty driven don't make everything like the chalice does that make sense so i think there's a there's a there's a place where a lot of this stuff can exist where you're not going to suddenly feel like well this is just silly everything everything is basically bounty based everything is essentially check eight boxes get the gun check eight boxes get the gun those eight boxes change depending on what activity it is attached to so the example i would give you is when they brought back dire promise in the old fashion give me a way to spend a currency or to do something to influence drop rate of the world loot pool so that when the world loot pool is dropping stuff I am seeing an increased chance of dire promises and old fashions dropping. Legendary and Master Lost Sector should also include random legendary weapons. I yeah, I love that. That would be good too. That that so that what they did with the legendary lost sectors is very very close to an idea that Weezy's kind of touching on, which is the the daily targeted item. So they would say, hey, today the Dire Promise is dropping over here. The If they brought back the Lincoln Green or something, the Lincoln Green is dropping over here. And then you could go run that activity or that thing as often as you want, as many times as you want within that 24-hour period. And then the drop rates are there. And so now it has the excitement of a world drop, but it's not this do a bounty, get it, do a bounty, get it, do a bounty, get it. That just starts to feel too transactional. The I think the Wrathborn hunts are going in a good direction to where the Wrathborn hunt lure rotates what I can go for and it drops from the boss. So logistically speaking, that's kind of close to what I'm talking about. I can't just get 17 of the wave grenade launchers just back to back. I can't. Okay, I can't do that. But... I can get a couple of those, then I can get a couple of the SMGs and a couple of the scouts, right? And then it drops from the boss. Literally, the thing that we want to just champion and shout from the rooftops and throw confetti in the air for is that Bungie gave us what we asked for. They gave us a chalice or slash umbral style loot pursuit, and instead of it getting in the tower, or instead of me having to constantly go back to the tower, it drops in the world from a boss. That is what we need to recapture in the loot pursuit in Destiny, is that you give me a target and a thing that I can chase, but it drops from the boss and not in the tower or from a bounty so in this vein with this question I do think the world loot pool can satisfy this idea that things are dropping and they're exciting and not completely leave behind the idea that I should be able to sort of set my sights on something and chase it you can't really do that with the world loot pool now, it's great that they're adding the seventh Seraph weapons and the seasonal levels, you know, seasonal and planetary reprisal weapons. That's great. And they have a propensity to drop if they're newer. That's also great. You know, but it's like, 
Disagree with you. Wrathborn Hunt should let you choose what to farm for. This RNG per charge is stupid, considering we have to run two to three activities that offers nothing. No, I hear where you're coming from, King Arthur. I do. I hear where you're coming from. Um, but I think what they're just trying to do is they're trying to limit that sense of like getting seven of the same weapon back to back to back to back to back. They're trying to add a little bit of like, this is the featured item. Um, so I understand being like, well, I'm not interested in any of these right now. You know, I, I get that. I do. But I, I actually think there needs to be some level of buffer between you and just slamming down the lever over and over and over again on the same weapon. I think there needs to be some semblance of a buffer. And I actually think what you're saying, the issue isn't with the fact that the loot rotates on the lure. The issue is that it's lopsided. I shouldn't have to run two to three strikes just to get three charges. I should be able to literally run a strike, pay attention to the optional thing, and then have three charges. Run a crucible match, run gambit, whatever. One match, one strike, and you're done. You get your three charges. The issue is that it's lopsided with respect to behavior and requirement. It's not that it rotates. Um, We didn't get to pick between 20 different umbrals until week two or three. I think the hard lost sectors should have targeted farm legendaries and the playlist strikes crucible gambit should have daily archetype farming. Like if gambit was dropping can cannons for 24 hours, you better believe I'd be playing. That's another real, yeah, I like that too, Wheezy. Do you remember when Ada, uh, her milestone was armor? Like it told you it would give you powerful armor. Have it say that, but instead of it being a milestone, it would be like, legendaries dropping in gambit today are hand cannons legendaries dropping in strikes today are auto rifles you slap on that legendary drop thing on your ghost and you just go play you know play your freaking heart out you know and that's a re that's a reinvigoration of strikes crucible and gambit without necessarily adding a bunch of new loot to them you're giving the lo- you're giving the the activity purpose with respect to loot which we don't have right now you're constantly rerunning Strikes Gambit and Crucible as a chore, not necessarily as something that you want to do. So, gives Zavala weapons perks like damage buff as he is the commander. Ikora, weapon with ability perks. Yeah, I don't know about getting that specific, Eknor. I like where your head's at, but that might be kind of weird that the NPCs literally have themes with respect to like what the guns do. Um... But yeah, it would make sense, especially for Shaxx, to have guns that are more bent for Crucible. This always happens with the seasonal loops. They seem unnecessarily restrictive early on, and it's just time-gated to get better as the season progresses. So when does charging the lure get better, Eugene? Is there something in the game that makes that better? Because I I don't mind charging the lure, but it doesn't seem like it's going to get better. It seems like you're either going to cheese it in a lost sector or loathe the fact that it's it's on a, it's on a, a gambit requirement or something. I just think they need to shorten it to one you run one activity and you get three charges because getting the actual doing three Wrathborn hunts is so unbelievably fast 4k Manning says the lack of loot was probably the biggest smack in the face along with all of the other problems beyond light came with do we as a community need to hold Luke Smith accountable or do you see him in the hot and do you see him in the hot seat seems the direction of this game is not going where the community wants it I will say that 
I am very encouraged to see their quick response. The TWAB has me feeling very good. I And I mean that. I do. I mean that. Week one, we, we obviously got a little negative. We all, we all disliked the leveling. The lack of loot was discouraging. Sunsetting went too far. Stasis was ruining the Crucible. At least it felt like to a lot of us that Stasis was ruining the Crucible. You know, things were looking p- pretty bleak. And a week and a half in, they're like, boom, changes to stasis that are that are that are aimed at the primary problems. Boom, changes to the world loot pool that are aimed at the primary struggles of the world loot pool and the lack of loot, and they have a long-term plan for loot that they're not willing to talk about yet. So I feel I feel pretty good. That's pretty fast response time. And that's what we want. We want it, we want to see that they aren't just listening, but they're acting on what we're saying. Even if the measures don't fully solve the problem, if they help, that's 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 a good thing. Um, you know, the changes to stasis. I know people are bummed because you're a warlock and you feel like they've ruined your fun. Way better, way better to have it happen this early than to let it run amuck for two months and then you get all your builds and all of your min maxing done and all of your armor set exactly how you want it and then they destroy your build. It's far better. It's far better to do this now than to wait. Um, just commenting that didn't feel that deterred. That playing Crucible passively charged. Oh, you guys are talking about something else. Um, so, I I am actually encouraged because they acted so quickly um, with the TWAB. So, once you use the three lures, it gives you a new way to get three more lures. Yeah, it, it kind of yeah, it kind of goes, it kind of goes back and forth. Yeah, 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 it changes. Eknor. Do you think it's time to have random RPM and element on weapons loot pool to fix vacancies? Otherwise, same will be the situation when Witch Queen hits. Well, and that's why I said they're probably not wanting to add a ton of weapons in this uh, expansion. Um, you know, I agree that the range nerf on Warlocks needs walked back. That was an overreach. I thought it was the blast radius range. It's literally the range of the of the of the melee. It's just a regular melee now, um, which I guess is p- still pretty strong. You know, you combine that with the shotgun and the crucible, and it's still going to be pretty strong. But still, I think in PVE it probably really hurts because it just isn't going anywhere. The warlock melee was twenty-eight meters. What's the meter count on the solar melee? Because I th- I'm not worried about crucible all that much. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned about its role in PVE. I already felt like it was pretty reined in in PVE as it is. Um, a lot of complaining without clarity. Some things, uh, should be time locked. If everyone had access on day one, they would still complain about lack of Luke enjoying the stream. Thank you. And, and that's something I agree upon, uh, Corey. I've always referenced the, there was a really great Reddit post from the guy at Blizzard who worked on Diablo's 2.0 loot system, and he was commenting on Anthem's loot problems, and he talked about how you don't want to micromanage the player, but you do need to protect the player from themselves, because if they can get everything in 10 hours by running in a 10-foot circle, they will do it, and then they'll be mad that there's nothing to do, and even though it's their fault. Um, so, so I, 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 do, I do think... Um, there's room to, to, to make things kind of uh, trickle out. You got to protect the player base from itself a little bit. That's why you got to like shut down broken farms and cap certain things that are busted and shut down certain exploits. And I know people are like, oh, they do any, they patch things that benefit the player too fast and they don't patch these other things. Listen, 
I harp on them for the same dadgum reason. I do. I give them a lot of guff and a lot of grief about patching things that benefit the player too quickly. But at the same time, if they don't protect the player base from themselves and they let us cannibalize the game for a month, it'll hurt player base engagement numbers in month two and three and then can run the risk of hurting player base numbers for the season that follows, which hurts purchase, you know, projections, which hurts profitability. So they have to be cognizant of when we're all taking shortcuts that 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 guillotine, you know, that door needs to shut quick sometimes. The Warlock Solar Melee is 50 meters. Yeah. I I do think that the Warlock uh, Stasis Melee range, the, the nerf to the range and how far it travels, um, that's probably going to be a pretty big bummer for people in PvE because that's, that's pretty reined in. In the Crucible, just adapt. If you pair it with the shotgun, it's probably going to be ridiculously strong. You can come around a corner, punch a guy, and he'll be frozen, and then shotgun him. I mean, there's there's probably a variety of ways to use it. It's more of a, a more of a standard melee now. Um, people fail to realize the stuff they patch helps us our simple server side adjustments, where more than not, the stuff that hurt us is much deeper and requires more effort. Right, like the the veto the veto stuff not working on you know on the. Uh, on the Wrathborn hunts. Yeah, that's probably going to take a while for them to sort out, which is unfortunate. Um, so. Jose says, Do you find it a bit irritating that while they add loot pools, they tend to leave out certain types of weapons, such as no raid auto, no raid pulse? Uh, they've been doing this with every raid. My thought on this has always been, why not add different versions of the raid loot pool every season so garden of salvation would have had a drop down menu and you could run the season of undying garden and it has its own loot pool and then you run season of dawn garden of salvation and it has a new loot pool where there's heavy weapons and kinetic weapons and then you can run the season of the worthy Garden of Salvation raid. And maybe there's a couple more weapons, but now there's cosmetics and ornaments and a ship and a shader and a ghost and blah, blah, blah. Or maybe they could pad the loot every season so that they, you know, it's 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 a mixture of, uh, of weapons, gear, and cosmetics and, and items like that. I, I really do feel like that could be that could be a way to do that. I wouldn't be surprised if they do just that with raids being released for a full year now. Um, or Reliant for a full year now? I'm not sure what you mean. Um, the new raid currency gives them the ability to do this. New weapons use the currency to buy the old ones. Yes, exactly. This is why I've always said we need a raid NPC. The raid NPCs can, can allow you to get the old stuff and then also chase the new stuff. And the raid NPC can update every season and give you new things to do, new challenges to do, new cosmetics to chase, new weapons that weren't there. So then the raid is relevant all year round and they don't have to build another one. They build one once a year and they get a lot more longevity out of it. I thought they were going to do that with Garden of Salvation. I thought that's why there's so much raid vacancy in this thing. They're going to do something new with this. We're going to rerun it and it would be the semblance of a raid layer where you would run the raid and it's the same but the loot has changed. Um, I don't know about you but I would do that. Like... (laughs) I would do that. 
that means every season has a loot pool update for the raid and then end game people feel like they get a little love they get a little something on the side you know instead of just one little content loop and one loot pool you know to me i am not a developer i don't know how long it would take them to do this but i do think you could even do you could even do if it's four encounters you could just do four weapons a season four that's it you know what i mean am i paying for an update to old raid loot no 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 nighthawks imagine season of dawn hits and you can click on garden of salvation and you can run garden of salvation the season of dawn version and then there is a kinetic hand cannon and there is a kinetic scout rifle and there is an energy uh waveframe grenade launcher and there is a a heavy sword or grenade launcher or a machine gun the loot pool changes new guns new weapons new gear um i think that'd be great and if you did like if there's four encounters four weapons first encounters get a new it gets a new weapon second encounter gets a set you know a new weapon i don't know i it, Maybe I'm asking for something that would be straining and stretching their bandwidth beyond what's reasonable, but I don't know. I, you know, I, I, that uh, to me is a is a is an absolute home run for the end game hardcore raid runners. Um, I would love that, and I don't think I would be. I think I would be in good company. I think a lot of end game grinders and raid runners would love that. Um, what's my take on sunsetting? Sunsetting should only affect Raids, Dungeons, Grandmaster Nightfalls, Trials, and Iron Banner. Everything else should be unaffected. The Campaign, Strikes, uh, the Lowest Level Nightfall, uh, the Public Space, Normal Lost Sectors, none of those should be affected by Sunsetting. I feel Sunsetting went too far. It's touching too many uh, activities in the game. Um... I think a very easy solution is to have a normal and a hard campaign, and then you already have legendary lost sectors, so you could have a normal and a legendary lost sector. So the the the, the lost sector should be 1050, public space should be 1050, strikes 1050. Everything should be set at the new floor. They raised all your gear to 1050, and uh, sunsetting should only really affect your gear when you're stepping into dungeons, grandmasters, raids, trials, and iron banner. Personally, I don't even think iron banner should have power enabled. I think that that's stupid, but whatever clap for you for the casual player like myself there seems to be plenty of things to chase during the first two weeks do you think that it's quality of loot that matters or quantity unfortunately I've already kind of answered this Uh, I quoted uh, Christina and said that I believe these two things are actually uh, interrelated it's not one at the loss of the other and vice versa don't just give me quantity and murder quality don't give me zero quantity and give me great quality. Um, I think both have their own pitfalls, and I think there's a happy medium where we get a good amount of quantity, and the quality is there, and there's clearly a better quality when you go up to harder difficulty content. Um, So, yeah. Joseph Young. Is it fair to assume that Bungie doesn't need to maintain uh, their sense of urgency since seasonal activities aren't going away? They could be slowly releasing the entirety of the loot pool. Great, great comments. Not really a question. Great comment. And this was sort of covered in the video that there is that possibility in relation to the fact that year four stuff is not expiring after uh, three months. 
So, Gary, with each passing season, we are approaching a tipping point where we will have more exotic guns than legendaries. Should Bungie focus on adding more purples to the game instead of adding exotic bloat when we can only equip one at a time? I actually am not sure where I land on this. Um, personally, I don't necessarily know if this is a problem given how many exotics are, you know, kind of ignored or not strong enough to really matter. Malfeasance, give Malfeasance a whirl. The explosion uh, damage that you get from stacking rounds, it seems to have gotten some type of a buff and the 20 round mag is really nice. I actually was really enjoying the Malf in PvE. I may actually take that into the raid with me. It's really good for majors and mini bosses, surprisingly. Um, but I don't know if this is as important given how many exotics are completely and utterly ignored. Uh, Graviton Lance, Soros Regime, you know, so many of these just sit on the dadgum shelf. They're just not strong enough to, to warrant use. Um, exotic primaries in general uh, struggle. I think they do. I think they struggle to, to, to feel worth using. Um, and Eugene's making a good, good point. The exotics help fill arsenal gaps in the end game, uh, and you can do champion mods now on your armor. So, uh, you know, I, I remember when I was trying to get a, a bow that was arc or something, and they're like, oh, use such and such exotic. And I was like, oh, yeah, because I didn't have to worry about it not being infusible. Um, so... Bedlam. What do you think are the chances that Bungie will increase light level of base content so we could use our old weapons? If not, is it safe to dismantle sunset weapons? I don't know what their philosophy is because it's all over the dadgum place. They did admit that the season, um, I'm sorry, the strike playlist shouldn't be 1100, it should be 1050. So we theorized that was a mistake, and if it wasn't a mistake, I said it was stupid. It didn't make any sense. Um, I think the floor should be set for the year. They did that with 750. So they raised everybody to 750 and then strikes, public space, adept level nightfall, the lowest level nightmare hunt, all of that was 750, right? Um, So I think they should do the same thing with 1050. I think 1050 should just be the floor. Public space, normal lost sectors, strikes, strike playlist, all that should be 1050. That's your entrance point to the content. Let people who are 1050, let people who are new to the game and are 1050, let them play a junk ton of stuff before hitting that power wall. I, that's how it should be for the whole year. And then it bumps again. You just keep raising the floor. So even if something is sunset, it always gets raised to the floor and it works in strikes, public space, entrance level content. Who gives a flying frick if someone wants to use their midnight coup or their breakneck in entrance level content who cares it doesn't matter entrance level content should always be at the floor always so all sunset gear can still be used as we were promised sunset gear is supposed to work it is supposed to work in most of the content the content where the power doesn't matter and it's not aspirational it's not end game it's it's literally just the entrance that needs to be standard across the board If I boot up the game and I'm new and I'm 1050, I should be able to go to any planet, any lost sector and just play. It's entrance level. It just doesn't matter. Exotic primary struggle. Also Lono. I'm going to use Malfeasance for everything. Well now, hear me out. Hear me out. I know you're poking fun, but I I actually think it's good to point that out. One of the reasons I think Malfeasance is a good exotic is because it leaves its lane. 
It's an exotic primary that leaves its lane. It it yield it wields the power of a secondary is what it feels like. It's like a long range shotgun. I feel like I'm getting to gut bust a major or a mini boss with a shotgun and I'm getting to do it at range with those explosion rounds. So I think that's one of the reasons uh, Outbreak uh, also gets to leave its lane uh, with the SIVA stuff. So th- those those are the things I think. This is what Bungie needs to focus on. The only way you're going to make a, 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 an exotic primary viable in the end game is it's got to be able to leave its lane. It has to be effective against majors. That's a box they got to check. If it doesn't leave its lane, if it's not effective against majors, then it's just, why the frick am I going to use it? It's just killing trash ads. I can kill trash ads with a blue primary almost as effectively or as effectively as an exotic primary. For the most part, if I grab a decent blue primary and you take your exotic primary and we go into an environment where there's a bunch of trash ads, we're going to kill them at about the same exact efficiency. The exotic's got to be able to leave its lane and do something more. And I think that's what they need to start saying. How can we make how can we make the Huckleberry and the Graviton Lance and the Mida and the and the Suros regime? How can we make them more effective against yellow bars? Do you want to know what you can do? If they don't have some form of an intrinsic damage buff, they just need to be buffed against majors. They just need a buff against majors. Personally, I think the minute that contest modifier is active, I think it should come with an exotic primary buff. So Grandmaster Nightfalls and Raid Day 1 contest, suddenly, suddenly, exotic primaries actually have some function. Dude, why are you running the the Mida? Why are you running that? Dude, it's buffed. In a Grandmaster Nightfall, it's buffed. I'm the trash ad guy. I can dispense of the trash ads quicker with this Mida. You run your exotic for damage. You run your exotic. Maybe it's Divinity or something for support. I'm running my exotic for ad clear. And it's actually important at the more challenging echelons, especially in a, in a Grandmaster or when Contest is active. I'm telling you right now, that is one of the easiest solutions. You call it exotic small arms. Anytime contest is active, exotic small arms is active. Now, that might make certain guns crazy, like malfeasance, (laughs) but that's the point. That's the paint point. That's the paint point. The only way they get traction is if exotics can outshine legendary primaries at something, and so few of them can actually do that, that would be a way to help them outshine legendary primaries. So, yeah, Sunshot is probably going to show up a lot in Warmind builds, because it's really, really strong, and it's the only 150 left in the game now. So... Rain the Dark. Do you think Bungie is moving away... Uh, from loot as an incentive and is focusing more on ability builds with supers. Do you think there's a reason that Bungie swung this hard with sunsetting? Um, no, I just think part of the loot grind for Beyond Light, it just makes sense to have us chasing aspects and fragments because we're slowly building that side of our build. I don't think that's where they're going. I don't think they're doing that at the loss of guns. Um... I thought Lono was the one that said ad clearing isn't that big of a deal. No, 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 no. Clearing ads in most content isn't that big of a deal. And then when I go into um, Grandmaster or contest level content, the difference between most of the exotic primaries and legendary primaries, I can we can clear ads at the same efficiency. But 
clearing ads in contest modifier content is actually difficult, which is why it'd be cool for exotics to stand out. I've never said it's not that big of a deal. What I've said is, is that there doesn't seem to be a difference in efficiency between clearing ads, um, with an exotic or a legendary. And that's a great place to make exotic stand out is raids and nightfalls because then all of a sudden legendaries are getting outclassed. Can you explain the difference between a primary and a secondary to clear up confusion? Example, Izanagi's is not a primary even though it goes in the traditional slot. Primary and secondary and heavy refer to ammo type. White, green, and purple. Primary is a gun that shoots white ammo. Secondary shoots green ammo. So Iganagi's is a, is a kinetic secondary. It gets it uses the secondary ammo, but it's in the kinetic slot. I, I hate that this is even a thing. Um... <laughs> It just we should just be on primary, secondary, and heavy. I personally think what they need to do is go primary, secondary, and heavy, give all primaries an elemental burn that can be changed and it's very costly, it's very expensive. It doesn't affect the the, the crit multiplier. Give all primaries the the uh the oh it's special. I'm sorry. It's special. Sorry, not secondary. I'm sorry! Um it's primary, special, and power. Anyway, I think they should go to primary, secondary, heavy. Okay, primary, special, heavy whatever, and let you carry two primaries in PvE. Let me let me run double primary, uh, and this would enable us to have all four uh, burns if they ever create, you know, uh, stasis weapons. And uh, I think that's what they need to do. You let me carry two primaries and give me some button press. So you go, you go to that primary slot. I have two primaries equipped. I still have my secondary, my shotgun, my fusion, my sniper. Um, and then you go to heavy controller switching would be terrible. No, I think you would just re, you would just, uh, you would reinstitute D pad usage and then D pad up and down would be for emoting or emote wheel. And then, um, left and right on D pad would be for, uh, switching between the two primaries. That's what I, that's, that's how you would do. Um, yeah, we don't need four. I don't need four emotes. And if you want an emote, you, you just you just down for your favorite emote and then up for your emote wheel. Done. Um, that's all you would have to do. Using the D-pad for emotes, all four four for the emotes is this, this is the biggest freaking waste ever. Um, I, <laughs> something else that I would love that they would do. Let me hit left on the D-pad to cycle between my two primaries. If they did this system, let me cycle between the two. Um, and then right on the D-pad could maybe cycle, I don't know, champion mods or something. So you could equip two champion mods per gun. That way you could have all the champion mods. You just have to switch your gun. You'd be doing a lot of gun switching and champion mod switching on the fly. They could put champions in a lot more places. So. Uh, Telcantar, Telcantar says, how do you think that they will be adding a different, uh, Europa weapons? I was hoping... The weapons on the Empire Hunts will be on a weekly rotate, but that is not the case. I'm trying to get a better pulse rifle, but I have to rely on high-value target chests, which is ridiculous. I wonder if it's going to come from the sabotages, which are stuck right now. Maybe it's going to expand once the raid is over, or it's in the Exo Challenges. It's possible, it's possible that that's where the rest of this loot is. The rest of the Europa loot is in the Exo Challenges, and we're not getting more loot, it's just that the loot has been spread out. We'll see. Nagi, if we assume your theory, or how they will spread out the loot, is correct, should Bungie tell us 
Uh, should they tell us that, or could that fire back on other topics that they talked about? <sighs> it's a good question. It's probably best to let it be a surprise. If it's a surprise, it'll be celebrated. If they announce it, people are going to be like, "Well, it better be good." Like, it, I, I don't know. People get kind of people get kind of snippy and over scrutinizing. It might be better uh, if it's a surprise. Oh my gosh, what's this? Oh my gosh, look at these weapons. And people start making videos and Reddit posts start popping up and tweets start going out and everyone celebrates it as opposed to it being sort of a, you know, chintzy announcement about like, hey guys, we know there's not a lot of loot. There's new loot coming next week in this thing. Like it, if we discover it, um, if we discover it, then it tends to be celebrated as opposed to scrutinized, if that makes sense. Um, better to over-inform than under. Uh, it depends. I honestly think it depends. I think sometimes when they over-inform, then it it takes away surprise. Surprises are sometimes um, more celebrated and more praised than announcements. So, yeah, I read the TWAB. The bullet points from the TWAB about the weapon pools are, like, are on the screen right now. We had to update our talk because of it. Jared Depew. <clears throat> nice to meet you, Mr. Depew. Do you think Bungie was light on the loot this DLC season due to so many of them end up being in the vault and never used beside three or four OP faves? I mean, here's the thing. That is, that is, I think, certainly part of, you know, what what goes on here. You know, uh, we put a bunch of loot in the game, nobody's even using it, you know? But I don't think that's the only reason. There's apparently going to be different rankings on the Empire Hunts. At least that's what the Triumphs point to. Right. We don't know what Master um, Empire Hunts are. Maybe that's where the rest of the weapons are. It would be weird to be like, normal Empire Hunts can get you the fusion and the and the rocket launcher and the shotgun. And Master Level gets you the Pulse Auto Rifle and Sidearm. Well, why? They're, they're, they're all legendary weapons, the frick. You see what I'm saying? What, the, if they do Master Empire Hunts and there's not some clear difference in weapon quality or reward quality then they're gonna they're gonna literally be a triumph that we do and then never go back so mr depew just has such a good sound to it mr depew i presume yes i could smell you when you came in (laughs) oh anyway um so yeah Clickfire. Should Bungie stop reinventing the menagerie wheel and just have a few versions with separate loot pools and evolve it over time and then refresh the loot pool every season with new and reissues? Well, you gotta be careful here because people will just get annoyed. They'll be like, dude, this is nothing but a recycle, reuse, you know, reskin. Like, I, I love the idea. I love the idea of, of putting... A, you know, a mechanism in the game that can be replenished and, and rejuvenated and reinvigorated. I, I love that concept. I really, really do. But they can't do this as a band-aid, one-size-fits-all solution. Like, okay, your suggestion would net us more loot, but it would also probably net us burnout. I am sick of running this activity. I'm sick of doing this. And people would complain. You just keep reusing everything, budgie. Keep re- you know what I'm saying? I actually think they're the closest they've ever been to a, like the perfect loot chase. Go back and 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 listen to what I said about umbrals. I was always like, it's right there. They've got it. Just reverse the process, and that is what they did with Wrathborn hunts. The biggest problem with Wrathborn hunts is just the prerequisites are too grindy. 
You're making me do too many activities before I get to get the weapon. That's the only real issue with Wrathborn hunts. Seriously. Like, Wrathborn hunts are that sweet spot. They took that Umbral recipe and they flipped it around. And I think it's better. They've just got to look at charging the lure and make it faster. Oki. Since vendors are free to play, they probably won't get an update, but shouldn't they have all non-sunset uh, guns from previous seasons? The loot pool is even smaller, with so many guns impossible to get. I do not accept this as an excuse, and here's why. All you have to do is have a generic loot pool that is full of reissues or older weapons, and that's part of the free. Is he reading YouTube comments? Yeah, periodically, but I'm also taking questions that were already submitted. So, that's the free that's that's what the people get for free. If I'm a paying customer and you want to put new loot in Zavala Shacks, Iron Banner, Gambit Trials, whatever, I get that loot pool cuz I'm a paying customer. All you have to do is gray it out in the menu for frick's sake. Go to Zavala. Oh, what are these weapon bounties or these weapon boons? These look pretty cool. Oh yeah, that's the that's the annual or seasonal update to Zavala's loot pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it grayed out? You're, you haven't bought the season yet. You didn't buy Beyond Light. You didn't buy Season of the Hunt. Ding, 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 ding. Winner, winner. Like, come on. That, that, it's that simple. <laughs> Like this idea, and I'm not, I'm not coming at you, Oki, but this idea that they can't put anything in the Vanguard or the Crucible or Gambit, they can't put anything in those playlists because it's free to play. That is such a bogus excuse. No, you gray it out. Do the same thing with Iron Banner. Iron Banner, everyone can play for free. Here's all the reissued crap for you free-to-play players. Oh, you want this new shiny, super dope, awesome, samurai-looking sword of death? Well, you gotta own the season. You didn't buy the season? Aw, shut the frick up. I don't care. Like, (laughs) seriously, if you're free-to-play, you don't get to complain about the fact that you're getting the free the free loot's not as good as the paid loot it's pay to win oh shut up no that's how they should do it that's how they've always done it if you wanted the new exotics if you wanted the new guns the new gear you had to buy house of wolves you had to buy you know osiris it's that simple i do not ever want to hear that as an excuse from bungie if they ever once utter the phrase that well we don't update the loot pool for zavala shacks and the drifter because it's part of the free to play package i'm gonna freaking roll my eyes out of my own skull that is not a valid reason it is not a valid reason you can and they should update the loot and you don't get it if you're not paying you get the generic outdated reissued stuff you're not paying any money can you really criticize they'll be like going to a restaurant and they give you free breadsticks and then you see the person next to you with the free breadsticks and spaghetti and you're like well why don't I get the spaghetti you're not paying that's why what do you mean who are these consumers? I don't even think they exist. Who's that stupid? <laughs> like, I don't understand. You're giving us free breadsticks, but not free spaghetti? Yeah. Y- y- yup. That's how it works. Welcome to Fazoli's. Order something or get the frick out. Like, it's that simple. Like, you want the product, pay the money. You know? I- 
if you come to Destiny and you're running around Europa and you're running strikes and you're getting free loot and you're getting free guns and you're like, oh, I can't believe I can't get that other cool stuff and you're not spending any money, then your feedback is literally meaningless. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you're not paying, you don't you don't get anything. And the free-to-play... The free-to-play offering is cr- is nuts. You get so much stuff. You get so much stuff. I-, I think it's a phantom. I don't think there's this large, substantive amount of players that are coming to Destiny free-to-play and are going to be incensed if Bungie updates a loot pool for an NPC and you don't get the drops if you're not paying. Like, I don't think... I don't think there's a bunch of people like that. Silent Magician with five spots says that consumer is called Karen of a thousand complaints. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I, now I have become Karen, destroyer of managers. That's right. <laughs> uh, Teddy from Birdface. I agree that sunsetting reached too far. Do you think that raid pool the uh, the raid pool is smaller because those activities are either going to be coming back. I think activities like menagerie might rotate in and out in the future. So this question was submitted by Birdface. Um, I don't necessarily think that the reason the raid loot pool um, is small because activities are going to be coming back. This this feels a non sequitur. Um, people have been calling Stasis pay to win. People are insane. I mean, who who cares? Let them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think these things are related. I don't think the fact that, you know, activities might be coming back is why the loot pool in the raid is small. My hope, my hope would be that their goal with the raid is what we talked about. Season to season, they add guns to it and they use this currency and they use this vendor thing that we've we've kind of heard whispers about through the API and stuff. Like, that's how I would do it. Um... Maybe that's the 21 redacted items. If you, you know, you take 21 items and you divide it by the three seasons we don't have yet, that's seven items a season. Um, th- you know what I'm saying? That could, 21 items in total, you know what it could be? It could literally be 15 armor ornaments and six guns, two guns a season. You know? Every season, there's three seasons, and if there's if there's six guns, they add two guns each season for us to chase in the raid, and that leaves 15 items. Those 15 items could be literally three armor sets worth of ornaments, because it's five it's five armor pieces per class. It could be something as simple as that. You know, that was an idea I tried out a long time ago. You would spend the year chasing uh, ornamentation for your armor, the universal ornaments, so you can always wear them. They don't have a limit in you know how long they're they're valuable to you. And you get you know a couple of new guns every season, so the raid stays relevant. And then at the end of the year, you are done with that raid. You got the full ornamental set. You've got literally every freaking gun. The guns, their 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 sunsetting and their relevancy has been staggered because you didn't get them all in Beyond Light. You got some of them in the summer. You know, I don't think that stuff would be in the API. They'd add that later with the patch. Unless it's background structure to the actual currency or something. But yeah, you're right. It probably isn't a little too early to be my idea. I'm just saying it could be anything like that. I would love it for to be what I just outlined just because that keeps the raid relevant all year round. Um, so. Uh, uh, 
what, 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 what's going on? My wheel. I think my scroll wheel is acting up. Um, Coyote says, do you consider fragments and aspects part of the loot pool or is that a separate thing entirely in your mind? I mean, it is and it isn't, right? It is and it isn't. Let's call a spade a spade, okay? All aspects and fragments are our skill tree bubbles that we're acquiring instead of unlocking. That's all they are. <laughs> They're skill tree bubbles and we're slowly getting all of them so we can build the skill, you know, the skill tree that we want. It, it, it's not loot, okay? Uh, I'm not trying to split hairs and be, what is it, pedantic or whatever the frick people accuse me of being, but let's call a spade a spade we're unlocking our skill tree and they're doing it spread out over weeks and it's through items called aspects and fragments and they're (laughs) they're they're not it's not it's not loot you know now they're cool yep they're awesome and they really and they really change things you know once you start sliding further as a titan and you get that one fragment that does a lot more damage from the shatter explosions and you're shattering through your own walls it feels pretty awesome, but it's not loot. <laughs> so, and I mean, somebody might push back and be like, but Lono, the increased slide is, you know, it's kind of like an exotic. It's like you're wearing an exotic piece of gear and the increased explosion or the increased gun damage. Those are kind of like almost legendary or exotic level things. It's kind of like loot. It is, but it isn't, you know, what we got in attunements, if we were slowly acquired those squares to shove into our attunements, would you have called that loot? No, it's, it's, I just, I don't think it's loot. Um, so, and they can, they can add fragments and aspects over the years and seasons. That is always the possibility. And I also think the reason they went this route is they can bring this system to the other subclasses instead of having to completely rebuild them. Um, Empowered melee on a well lock is a lot like wearing an exotic, but it's not loot. It, yeah, you got to remember too, it's static. Once you get it, you get it. it. You know, it's just in your subclass. No matter what they are, they are still aspirational. It's not just the bubbles too. It allows customization with fragments. I can choose what I want to do with my fragments more than just bubbles. Well, yes, I actually like this a lot more than just a traditional skill tree. Skill tree. But in my mind, it's not loot. I, I can sit here and rattle off all the positives. They're awesome. Way more freedom. They're dope. They feel like they feel like I'm getting almost like exotic abilities to complement my, my build and stasis. But also remember what a lot of us said during the, the unlocking of stasis. Lono, the Titan gets way better when you get the aspect. The Titan gets way better when you have aspects and fragments unlocked. So it was almost as if stasis 